0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Worth Living.
1: Steve Jobs was quoted saying, never cut a tree down in the winter time. Never make a negative decision in the low time. Never make your most important decisions when you are in your worst moods. Wait be patient. The storm will pass. The spring will come.
0: The topic for this episode is COVID on my mind. The reason for this is uh, what happens next? How can they move past this once this is over? And will it be over? Whether they have it or a family member had it, can life be normal again? What do you think?
1: Well, you know, Pete, we've spoken about COVID and this whole pandemic for the, you know, within the last few months, checking on each other and checking on family and seeing how they're doing. But, you know, looking back in March, when uh, you get that information from the school saying that you we're gonna be out for two weeks and then it changes to not going back to school and being on campus. Your regular schedule has changed, and you're looking on. You're listening on the news, and every day you hear something new. The numbers are going up; people are dying. Uh, these are some of the symptoms that you have to look. F- you know, you have to look for. Going out on you, if you need something, it starts to play a, a role mentally. Mentally, you start to you know be affected. You don't know what tomorrow is going to be like being prepared for a norm that you're not used to it started to you know be a bit scary not so much of oh i may never go back into the world and do the things that i used i'm used to doing but it was with um with certain guidelines certain restrictions and so to me pete that was a little challenging and also being in the school system one of the most difficult um things that I saw is that lots of our students who depend on the school for uh safety for for food those things have been cut off you know and so for lots of parents also who depend on the school for you know a certain amount of hours just to get that Peace of mind, because they too have their struggles and their challenges. Now that the norm has changed, it became difficult. It became harder, and so for me, I thought of all those things, and I think more, more so of 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 of, of those things that came to mind. Uh, Kind of change a little bit, especially like I said, being in the school system and seeing some of the the things that some of our students go through on a regular basis and families that kind of hit me a little bit different. So, and I know you, you, you know, you you've worked um, with people in different areas, especially in, in in the mental health field. I'm sure you've seen and you you've heard of things, and even in your mind, you may have thought, well. What is life going to be like? So, how did you deal with, you know, this whole pandemic, and what was what was on your mind, you know, when, when things came up?
0: Well, the first time it hit me, it was a little interesting. I mean, I have literally everybody in my family on the front line. Mm. Uh, my my mom is in the healthcare business. My brother's in the healthcare business. Uh, my older brother is in the um, he's in uh, a police officer in New York, so he's in the law enforcement business. Uh, two of my other siblings, my little brother and my sister, are educated educators, so they worked in a school. And my sister's school didn't cl- want to close for a while, so mm. <laughs> so basically, I sort of had to sit there and register all that to see how are they making out mm. to see uh to see tomorrow without having diagnosed with it or even you know like uh, just surviving it Mm. because um i I may i have my fair share because i had to travel to do workshop for you know some teachers but healthcare workers and all that stuff but all along i'm wondering okay, are they okay? I text them quite a bit, try to check on them to see if everything is okay. But at the end of the day, it was definitely a life-changing situation for all of us.
1: You know, um, I think of family that was in New York. I remember speaking to my mom, she's retired now, but you know, she mentioned how it was It was a scary time. You know, I've also had friends, Pete, that uh, work in the hospitals and um, just checking on them to see how they were doing. And they also said it was a scary time. It was a difficult time seeing people coming in and not coming back. They're leaving in a different way they came in. And to see that on a regular basis, I'm sure that leaves some form of trauma and some you know, pain and difficulty of going to work every day and possibly seeing the same things that you see. But another thing I thought about, you know, here in Georgia uh, while we were living here is I thought of what if there's a shortage of food? Because mm-hmm. we saw it here, I know you saw it, peeware, the first thing that was gone outside of milk and water was toilet paper. Yeah. There was a shortage everywhere. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that, I said, okay, well, what if there's a shortage of food? Because if now workers can no longer go out into the field and work in farms and work in certain places you know, factors have to be closed because of the amount of people that were there at at the same time. What happens? So for one person or somebody who does not know how to grow their own foods, what happens to them? If there's no food left, I thought of the gas or, you know, if if there's a shortage of gas and the prices go up for those that have to go to work, what would happen? So all these different things came to mind or even those individuals who have um, who are suffering from an ailment and they have to go to see their doctors, but because of COVID, that has kind of put a stop. You know, those are different stressors that come up. And if this is quote unquote supposed to be the norm, how do you continue going on? Mm-hmm. There's no way that you can stop thinking about those things and be okay you see what i'm saying like there's no way
0: well the thing is i i hate to say but the thing is some of us would have to deal with it in unconventional ways mm. and you know what i mean by that is that you know they find uh the, the small thing that they find satisfact- in, a satisfaction in and try to use that to build up on it. And I mean, I think that's what most people do. But when I say unconventional, I mean, you know, because the thing is they want everybody to go and do what they say on the news and follow yeah. the protocols and stuff, which is not a bad idea because if anybody has the answers, it would be them supposedly. I mean, that's, we're counting on that. But at the end of the day, because we each have to find a way f- to deal with it, we sort of have to find our own way that makes us feel comfortable. I go out there and whenever, especially when I have to fly, there's all this thing that has to happen at the airport mm-hmm. where you have to wear masks, you have to do this, you have to do that and, and, it, and it's fine all in well, but, For myself, knowing that you know I have to you know be at certain places, I have to deal with other people face to face and all that stuff. I use my own, my own, uh, my own little thing to to keep, uh, to keep myself safe. I I, people feel like okay, yeah, you know it's COVID. I just have to cover my face. I feel like you have to cover just about everything. Our body breathe, right? Yeah. I mean, everything that goes in your body goes inside your body. You would have this person who wear a mask to cover, you know, three quarter of their faces, but then they're wearing, um, you know, barely any shirt or pants mm-hmm. or short pants. It's not wrong to wear these things, but if you're trying to stay away from being uh, uh, infected, you sort of have to cover a lot more than just your face. Mm-hmm. That's just my thought. But anyway, my theories sometimes don't always pan out. But <laughs> I just feel like okay, we we want to we're running away from something, but we're not really doing everything that's necessary. And I feel like that could also contribute to the the reason why the numbers were so high, or they're still climbing in some places. Go back to the news, you know, and, and there's so
1: much different stories. On one end, you hear uh, the government is saying something. Then if you go on social media, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you have other people saying, hey, this is a hoax or um, don't listen to what this group is saying because they have an agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, and it seems as if everyone always has an agenda. You know, either you believe it and you, you you have groups of people that are far left or far right. And so to a certain extent, there's always confusion. Some will say, wear masks. Some will say, there's no need to wear a mask because it doesn't protect you. Mm-hmm. Or they'll also, you'll also hear that um, it's not real, you know,
0: mm-hmm. or it's man-made. But man-made or not, mm-hmm. real or not, mm-hmm. people are getting sick, they're dying it does not hurt to just wear a mask. Now, granted, some studies have shown that wearing the mask over and over can also it, hurt you Yeah, <laughs> because you're breathing in your carbon dioxide right back. In your, <laughs> so true. It, it could have its issue. I mean, even when I do wear it, whenever I'm alone or I move past, you know, a group of people, I take it down to take some breather because I, I don't see myself working around the clock wearing it all the time. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't work with people around the clock all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have some time to take a breather. I do suggest that people take a breather. Even if they have people around the clock, take a breather after each person or you just go take a breath. Because Mm. I do feel that although wearing the mask could be protecting you and other people, you could be hurting yourself if you are just wearing the mask all day long. Oh yeah. It can't just be that easy to protect yourself. I mean, nothing is really that easy. So I think people should, you know, look at the different perspectives, see what is, uh, you know, what can they do, based on what science is saying, what the government is saying, and try to accommodate that to your uh, to your comfortable position. It's not that comfortable to wear a mask all day long, but it's also not healthy to wear it all day long. If you were in an eight hour shift and you were just taking it off when you were leaving work, uh, from the time you put it on, I'm pretty sure you're gonna get sick. It might not be COVID. Mm-hmm. But it'll be something else mm-hmm. because it's like I don't know. It's just not. It just doesn't feel right to me.
1: And I also like the idea too, where people were not sort of speak, confined in their home, where you can't even step outside your home and get some fresh air. You need the sunlight, mm-hmm. vitamin D. Uh, you know, I think we we talked about this. You know, just a little bit too before getting online. Just the fact that for me when I think of COVID on the mind, I didn't hear too much about ways to build your immune system. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, the vitamin D, which is from the sunlight. Mm -hmm. You know, I know many people say, Oh, you can't use that. That's not, that has, that has not been much study in regards to COVID. I'm not saying that per se, which is COVID, but building your immune system Mm -hmm. uh, in general, especially in the summer months, because the sun is a long, you know, it's a lot. It's out longer, and and, and the way um, that the Earth axis, you know, is tilted, the sun, we get a lot more sun. Mm-hmm. Um, it does build our immune system. It does um, kill certain things out of you know uh, certain things out of the body that or assist the body with removing mm-hmm. certain things that shouldn't be in there. The exercise, the fresh air, yeah. Those are things that are so important as well for the body. And I think that that, to a certain extent, too, even listening to the news, when you listen to it so much, of course, it it drives you crazy because you don't know who to believe. Mm -hmm. But you started seeing doctors that are going against what the government was saying. Yeah. You know, where they were saying, hey, to tell somebody to wear a mask all day, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: how is it helpful? How is it beneficial? And you'll also find people that are, if you don't read um, the instructions on the boxes of Mm -hmm. the disposable mask, say that it doesn't protect you from X, Y, Z. So again, you don't know. And there's so much different um, ideas or, you know, one, you know, one day who will say something where at one point it was transferable from one person to the next. Then the next day, if you're asymptomatic, it doesn't transfer over. Mm-hmm. Then they tr- switch it over again. And it says that it is. So again, you get to that place to where you're like, who do you believe?
0: Who do you believe? I honestly feel that, um, the, the mask itself is like a courtesy because we know, and you know, Dr. Fauci have mentioned that before. Um, the mask does not prevent you from catching it. Mm -hmm. It may, it, you know, it helps reduce you. It reduces the factor that you would transmit it to someone else if you do have it. So wearing it is not so much, Oh my goodness, I'm changing the world, but you are helping in, in some way. You are helping not only with some anxiety that other people have, because they don't know if you have it and they're coming and you don't, they're coming around you and they don't know. But you know, it, it's sort of a courtesy to be nice to other people, or to just consider their uh, their their risk of their immune system. Stores ran out of anything, anything mm-hmm. that would help with their immune system. But the thing is, people are, people are not realizing it's not something you do as soon as you get sick. Mm-hmm. It's something you do over time that helps your immune system fight the disease. Whenever mm-hmm. if you do catch it. So is it bad to all of a sudden load up on all these supplements?
1: Well, you know, overall I think people have to start somewhere, right? For those that don't know, mm-hmm. um, especially you know when I when we heard on the news to um the one race that has been affected a great deal when it first started was the black community.
0: Why why do you think that is?
1: Well, you know, with third areas, you know, we know that um, diet and, and, and health plays a major role with disease. You know, lifestyle is a big issue. And so that same when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. And in order for you to know better, you have to either somebody has to teach you. There was a saying that said you have to unlearn to re, you have to re, relearn unlearn to relearn Mm -hmm. and so for many uh in the black community and it's to a certain extent not to the fault of our certain communities you are you usually uh, emulate what you see Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so if growing up in a certain neighborhood you this is what was provided this was given to you that's all you know and sometimes because this is something that you're used to, and this is a norm. If somebody comes and tries to present you something different, th- if it's not something that you're used to doing, you'll reject it because you'll say, no, I'm not, this is what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. It's been fine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm not gonna change it until something happens. happens. Mm-hmm. And that you you look at this virus too, and while many, you know, have suffered and, and, and many are still going through it mentally and physically, it should make you think to yourself and wonder, you know, again, whether you've gone through it and if you have it, what are some things that I can do mm. to assist? What are some things that I can do? Because that's something that if many that if many have not thought about it yet, that's something that has to start coming to the mind. If I do get it, if it's around, if it's affecting others in my community, if it's affecting family members, what are some things that I need to start looking at? Mm-hmm. Because to me, I think sometimes the answers are not going to come only in the news. No. <laughs> you know, you have to start doing your own research to a certain extent as far as taking care of you. Again, if if, if something does occur, what are some things that I can do and uh, I usually go back, you know, when I, I think about nutrients and food. Uh, you know, Hippocrates says that food shall be thy medicine and mm-hmm. medicine shall be thy food. And so we have to start looking at those aspects too. What are some things that I'm doing to take care of myself?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know,
0: so. And I, I know the news talked about people with compromised immune system if yeah. they had pre existing conditions or yeah. susceptible, uh, susceptible to catch it. But what they didn't know is, if your body is not has not been uh, treated properly in terms of how you eat how you know grooming and all that stuff that also puts you on the in the front line because what happens is if you let's say for example you don't shower every day okay you're not clean I mean I'm not saying that I know anybody who does who doesn't do it but if you don't Mm -hmm you are it's easier for you to catch viruses because these things grow in places where things are not uh, clean. If you know if, if you if they're not clean, if you don't wash your hands on a regular basis, chances are you may have shaken somebody's hand that had it. Mm-hmm. okay, they sneeze in their hands. Uh, you know uh, I'm, I'm always confused about the idea of coughing even in the elbow yeah. because people touch elbows all the time, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but either way, The point is, if there are other factors that could um, put somebody in the line to actually catch it instead of just um, immune system, I mean, not the immune system, uh, pre-existing condition. Now, when it comes to the aftershock now, that's where things get a little dirty.
1: Mm.
0: Watching family members in the line, knowing someone who may have it, Mm -hmm. Um, knowing someone who may have passed from it, mm. those things, and let's say aside from those things, and now if you have it, mm. the chances of you surviving it is very similar to anybody any sickness you have. But and, the,
1: and so this is for people you were saying earlier for with 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 underlying um disease or something else that you know has has happened to them
0: exactly okay exactly because now the mind is in a shock okay because I, I I have no doubt that a lot of people had it in the early January mm-hmm. and then they they got over it they didn't know what it was it wasn't killing so many people so it didn't come too much as a, as a shock mm-hmm. N- after the fact that when it's under news being blown up saying expl- people are explaining how bad it is. And the fact that they have no idea how to treat it in the beginning, it shocked a lot of people. And that also caused a trauma. The trauma that the brain has to go through knowing that there's a good chance I might die if I have that mm. thing. That can be in itself a problem. Now, I did some research mm-hmm. and I read from um, from John Hopkins Medicine, there some of the... Um, the effect on the brain it causes confusion, mm. loss of consciousness, seizures, uh, stroke, loss of smell and taste, headache, trouble focusing, and change of behavior. Now, let's say you had it and you had half of those symptoms. Do you really believe that if the within if the person, you know, heals from COVID itself? Mm-hmm the brain is back to 100% normal? No,
1: yeah. I don't
0: think so. Yeah. The yeah. brain is the one part of the body that does not heal all the parts itself. Just like if you lose a a, a tissue, you lost the tissue, it's gone, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. It's not like you, when you get a cut in your arm. Neurogenesis does not happen for the, the brain. brain. It only happens for your skin and some of the parts that, you know, in your body. Yeah, that but can in regenerate. The brain, yeah. Exactly, yeah. it can regenerate itself and heal itself. Yeah. The brain itself does not do that. That's why mental health is such a is such a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it can be managed. It can be reduced in symptoms and stuff like that. But as far as healing, it's just we have I found a cure for somebody to be cured from depression or schizophrenia or any or any other mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So that. Trauma, knowing that this might happen to you, can cause a lasting effect on the brain after the fact. Even if you, when your, the body's free from it, there's a good chance that the brain might still have some lasting effect.
1: It's funny you say that because I was sharing with someone, I, was, I read this, um, this book, and in the book it said that 85% of disease starts in the mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 85% of diseases start in the mind. And one thing that, that after reading that list, that made me think a little bit, especially with school starting. Is this? What if you know students complain of sore throat, mm-hmm. headaches, mm-hmm. Um, some of the other symptoms? What if it's not corona, but if it's you know kids' stomach bug, mm-hmm. which is happening, and it usually happens or um, strep, mm-hmm. which happens too. Yeah, um, or just a regular common flu, a common cold. Yeah everyone now associates everything with corona right. exactly and if it's not you know mm-hmm. but the mind as you said because corona is just the one thing that has changed the way that we think the way that we 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 move the way our everyday operation is like it may not be corona but the possibility of it is yeah it's like at the forefront
0: yeah chris cromwell Uh, The news reporter from CNN uh, caught COVID and it went through the whole process. And, you know, he eventually um, got better, also shared some of his last night experiences. Yes, I should be more excited. Um, (laughs) But as uh, we were talking the long haul thing, I just don't have Mm -hmm. the
1: emotional peaks or valleys that I had before I had COVID. I just don't get as excited. And they tell me it's this clinical form of depression that they're seeing in a lot of post COVID cases. Talk to Don about this all the time. He's trying I'm just, to say, are we sharing? we about it. But I'm saying, you know, I want people to know because I, I keep hearing it from them and they're so desperate, Don. They're so worried um, that they're alone. And I'm experiencing the same thing. I had somebody else on tonight. Alyssa Milano's got the same stuff. I mean, there's a whole community out there, unfortunately, which is why you know, guys like you and me have such urgency about getting ahead, ahead of this COVID thing.
0: As you just heard, um, this thing can be a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It can be uh, pretty tough on a lot of people, especially if you have to be quarantined. Uh, you have to, some people have to be alone, but honestly, I I would just, I would suggest that even if you have to be quarantined by yourself, try to stay in connection with other people, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's on the phone, FaceTime, whatever you have to do, try to keep it up on a daily basis because the mind, some, you know, especially if it's trained, if you used to be with a lot of people all the time, the sudden change Mm -hmm. doesn't help you. Uh, it doesn't help anyone to just suddenly change and do certain things. Other people strive when they're alone. Others do not. Uh, so it, it's good to try to uh, keep up with some of the routine that you've done, you, you've had in your life, just, even if it is a little different, but try to keep it up that way. If you work out every day, don't let that keep you inside. Because I know a lot of people um, that I've talked to say that you know they have gained weight because of the COVID, mm-hmm. but COVID said to quarantine but they didn't say you have to sit down and watch tv all day long either yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. can always do a little juggle you know and you know on the spot you know you have to do some push-up whatever you have to do whatever your routine is you may have to modify it a little bit but don't let it keep you stagnant i mean how about you, have you I,
1: I do agree with you saying pete i think also If it's difficult to speak to someone else or you don't have a family member of support, look up if you have that opportunity, maybe seeing a counselor or a therapist to assist you um, during this time. Sometimes, you know, we may need that. And even after, you know, this is panned out, it may be good to consult with someone that can assist you or continue to assist you um, so that things can be better. Also, One thing that we can do and which would help a lot is maybe taking our our own health in our own hands. You know, while we may not be affected by COVID or know someone that has been affected by COVID, looking at things in your life, what are some things that you're putting in your body? You know, it says your health is wealth. Without health, you have no life. And so start thinking about these things. What am I putting in my body? Is it either helping, is it building? Or is it destroying? Yes, I know sometimes it may be difficult and we don't know where to begin. But just remember, all it takes is just small steps. Small steps will help and eventually build so that you can get to the place where you need to go and where you need to be, P.
0: You're 100% right. So as we end this episode, I want to just remind our listeners that... Uh, I am Remarkably Made. You are Remarkably Made. We are all Remarkably Made.
1: Therefore, it's worth living.